All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 254 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. back broadcasting once again from deep deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban pennsylvania thank you guys for joining me thanks for downloading this streaming it ever how you're listening to it you know i appreciate all of it uh there's been a significant change and i don't know it's a, it's a bittersweet situation but uh you know how I'm always complaining about I don't get enough sleep, and that is an absolute truth. I walk around in a in, in a semi daze all the time. I can't conjure words like common words. I start getting nervous, like I'm getting the Alzheimer's. You know, it's like why can I not think of anything? Why can I not bring up just like real words? You know, like normal every. It's like um, and he was uh, he was in one of those uh, I don't know they're like metal. They're, they're metal things that you get inside of and drive around a car. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like, what the? You know, I can't. My phone's all. I have to leave my phone on because there's nobody. My kids are out, and I'm home alone, and I need to make sure they're not, you know, snatched off the street. That's what happens on 2020. You know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, what are we talking about? Uh... So, oh yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I walk through life in, in a state of uh, just in a fog because I don't get enough sleep ever. And part of it's my fault, you know. A lot of it's my fault. I mean, I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody at well. I'm not totally blaming anybody else. Part of it's my fault. I, I don't, I don't like to go to sleep. I don't like to go to bed. I fight sleep like a freaking toddler, you know. It's like, I don't want to go to bed yet. It's only 2.30 in the morning. God, it just got dark, <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't go to bed at a reasonable time. So, so I cut time off on the front end, and then I get time cut off on the, on, the, on the back end, too, on account of the chaos in this house, you know? And then Tony's going to start working up there. She says it's 9 o'clock. She's in there at 8, you know? I don't know what she's doing. Getting ready, prepping. I don't know what the hell's going on, but around eight o'clock, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm awake, and, it, and it's like so. There's time cut off both ends of this thing, and I don't get enough, and I'm walking around, and I, it's, it's, it's causing me problems, right? And um, so uh, the other day, uh, like two weeks ago, she got a notification that they were going to call all the employees back to the office. Tony's worked at home for six and a half years. She hasn't worked in an actual office in six and a half years. So she got they got summoned back. Isn't that crazy? So yesterday, Wednesday, as I record this, was her first day back. And I slept until 10.30 a.m., which is like just a, a luxury that I, I mean, it was just like, I woke up, I felt like a million bucks, man. I came down here, nobody was home, by the way. Nobody was here. 
It was like a beautiful spring day outside. It felt like spring. It was like pushing 70. It was sunny, and um, there was nobody home. We had some of the windows open. I mean, that, and it just there was nobody here. I came down to the old uh, bunker down here, turned on this, you know, this band called the Kooks? Of course you do. They're from England. They're you know, like a, a rock pop band, you know, pop, rock, very poppy, very giant hooks. But I like them. Anyway, start, I put on an album by the Kooks. Then I started writing that uh, No New Jeff's article. This shit was flowing out of me. I'm like, what in the... What is... Like, I didn't even know I still had this in me. I didn't know I had this ability to actually sit down and write something without, like, struggling. Like, it feels like when I'm writing now, or recently, over the last couple years, it's like I'm squeezing the last bit of toothpaste out of the tube. You know what I mean? But yesterday... I was like, you know, just typing away. I was like flowing. I was like, that's a good idea. Holy shit, that's a woohoo. You know, I was like, I felt like a million bucks today. Same thing. Although I did get awakened a little too early by the boys opening and closing that garage door. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why is the garage door going up and down so often? It's attached to the side of the house, like right beside where our bedroom is. So when they when they lift that automatic, uh, the electric garage door opener, it's like... You know, it's like shaking the house. I'm like, what the... So today, I don't feel like a million bucks. I feel like 750000 though. I feel pretty damn good. So anyway, yeah, the, the downside is I'm never going to see her. <laughs> I mean, we're going to cross paths. I'm, she's going to be gone hours, but well, she's going to be gone before I get up and I'm going to be gone before she gets home, you know? So we're never going to, you know, we'll see each other. She's off on Wednesdays and, uh, Sunday, I guess that's when we'll see each other and Saturday night I'm off, you know? Well, I don't know. Anyway, it's going to be minimal, you know? And speaking of beautiful days, I mean, yesterday, like I said, was like spring. Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, it put a spring in your step. Maybe that's why they call it spring. I never thought of that, but it might be. But anyway, um, beautiful, beautiful. Today, that's right, snow, ice, Armageddon. There's going to be snow tonight. I'm going to go to work. I already told them. I said, if it, shit starts, if it starts getting bad out there, I'm leaving. They're like, I don't blame you. It's 40 miles. I got, I'm got. i not stuck getting stuck down 40 miles south of here in some kind of winter storm, you know? So anyway, God, you know, you can't. It feels like spring's here. And then the very next day, it's like they can't be happy. We can't let these people be happy. There's no way. Eh, drop a snowstorm on their, on their ass, you know? I mean, that's what I think. I, have to, I take it personally. What? Is that unreasonable? Anyway, um, I got a few things jotted down here. Um, oh, the other day, I think it was Tuesday. I don't remember. I think it was Tuesday. We purchased Paul McCartney tickets. Paul McCartney, I've never seen a Beatle live. I've never seen a Beatle dead either. Hang on a second. Let me take a hit of the... I've never seen any of the Beatles perform live. And I'm a huge Beatles fan, as you know. 
He announced uh, recently, Paul McCartney announced recently, he's going to do a short, it's 14 dates, I think, stadium tour of the U.S. That might not seem short for him. I mean, these stadium tours are a big deal. But anyway, 14 dates on this uh, tour in the, in, the, in the summer. And one of them was in Syracuse, which is less than two hours from our house. And it's easy, too. It's easy just to drive straight up the interstate. And um, you're there. It's like uh, it's, it's a lot easier to get in and out of than Philly, which is a cluster, you know. So I was excited. I said, "We got to go to that, man." I said, "This is this is an opportunity to see uh, to see Paul McCartney, who I've always wanted to see, and um, it's not far from our house." So we bought tickets. They were uh, you ready for this? Three hundred bucks each. We bought five tickets. That's going to be all four of us. Tony's even going to go. She doesn't do stuff like this. She couldn't give a single shitlet about music. But she goes, I want to go see Paul McCartney. I said, hell yeah. So even even she's going to, she's going to be there, uh, both boys. I saw all four of us, plus Steve. So we're going to go. And it's in June, I think. Carrier Dome in Syracuse. That'll be great, you know. I think the first time I was ever at one of those giant stadium tours was at that Rolling Stones just a few months ago. I don't think I'd ever been to a gigantic... I mean, I've been to large venues, like large amphitheaters and stuff, like uh, Lakewood Amphitheater in Atlanta. But I'm not... It's not like a football stadium, you know? And um, so it wasn't too bad. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to get myself into when I went to that Stone show, but it was good, you know? They had these giant screens. I mean, you didn't feel like, you know... It was an it was an enjoyable experience, more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. So I have no doubt that this McCartney show is going to be similar. It's going to be great, you know. How could you not like Paul McCartney? It's impossible. Yeah, it's fantastic, you know. And I don't know his tickets are like three hundred bucks, right? And um, I mean, I don't know if his his net worth dipped below one point five billion and he had to go out on tour again. I don't know. I don't know the circumstances around it. But I'm happily, well, I don't know about happy, but happily fork over the cash to see Paul, Sir Paul, in concert in Syracuse, New York. Supposedly, Ringo's going to show up at certain dates. How cool would that be? I doubt he'll be in Syracuse. It'll probably be New York and Los Angeles, you know, but anyway. So that's coming. That'll be, that'll be good. Eels canceled their tour. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Sucks. I don't even want to talk about that. I am going to go see the Viagra Boys. All right. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. My stomach is, like, growling. I don't know what the hell's going on. But anyway, Viagra Boys in Philly. Uh, I think I said May or March or April. April, I think. Yeah. Anyway. So that's coming up. All that stuff's coming up. That's good, right? Uh, speaking of music, uh, my friend Tim sent me a message the other day. He said he, he's been listening to this, sh- this channel called deep tracks on uh, Sirius XM. I've listened to that. There's like basically like three classic rock stations on there. One, the one I listen to the most is called uh, Classic Rewind. It says it says uh, classic rock from the cassette era, right? So that's right in my wheelhouse. You know, that's, that's where... And then there's another one that's... I don't remember what they're called, but then one of them is Deep Tracks. And that's like uh, that's not hits. That's stuff that's you know, you know, album tracks that didn't really get played on the on the radio, right? 
I mean, that's the whole concept of it. Like old, like classic rock, basically, but not the not the stuff that you normally hear. I've listened to it. Um, I've listened to it, and um, I like that kind of stuff sometimes. And he, he it kind of reminds me. I told him it kind of reminds me of listening to like FM radio back before it became a commercial thing. Back when it was more like a college, it was like college station. All right, so um, so that's cool. I was listening. So uh, the other day I was driving after he sent me that, and I said, "Oh, listen, I'm gonna listen to that deep tracks. I'm gonna see what's on there." You know, I turn it on. There's like a 20 minute song by Yes on there. <laughs> it just kept going on and on and on. I'm like, "What the?" You know, well, this. Uh, you know, it's like. It sounded like five or six different songs, you know, like com- combined together. It's like these complex changes and chord changes and tempo changes. And it's like, what? Who? Is it, who would listen to this? <laughs> I mean, specifically like that progressive rock stuff. That stuff sucks. God. Like what? I mean, shouldn't there be some fun? I mean, seriously. I'm not saying that Deep Tracks channel, they have good stuff on there. I just happened to tap in when they were playing some progressive rock crap. And I can't stand that garbage. Like, there's these bands like Dream Theater and stuff like that. Are you familiar? They're like prog rock. I can't stand That is like the worst, in my opinion. In my opinion. I can't stand all that stuff. That stuff is for like... Uh, like musicians, musicians are like, oh god, did you hear that? Did you hear that one, two, three turn around or something? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what the hell. All I know is I'm not having any fun listening to this song. This thing's bringing me no enjoyment at all. Isn't that supposed to be what? I didn't know it was supposed to be some exercise in like, uh, you know, method. You know, I think it was just going on and on and on and on. It was like it felt like it was like multiple songs with like switch like ooh did you hear you know how hard it is to get from the key of key of S into the you know all this shit like I don't I don't even know either. I don't know what you're talking about and I don't care and it sucks you know turn on the turn on the freaking knack or something <laughs> something with a little you know whatever you know so anyway uh, yes terrible. Uh, early yes and then they turned into a pop band later you know had a bunch of hits but eh, I don't know might be a while since I, till I, I might tap into it again today when I'm driving I might when I'm driving to work I might listen to it again see if I can tap into something a little bit more interesting for me for me all right um and speaking of of, of that I, the other day I put on my head when I when I have to make something in the kitchen Tony Tony assigns me things. Like, she, there's stuff that she doesn't like to do. Anything that has to do with chopping, like if there's a lot of prep work, like cutting up vegetables and shit like that, she always assigns that to me. She goes like, I don't like doing that. So I end up doing it. And I put on what I do, I put these headphones on, these wireless headphones, and I listen to something, either a podcast or some music or whatever. And, um, I, and I put on these headphones, and I was thinking... These things have never been charged since I bought them. Like, and and I've had them for like two years. <laughs> I think it's been like two years, maybe a year and a half or something. And I have never charged. I charged them when I first got it, and I I use them a lot. It's not like I don't ever use them, but I've never had to. I've never had to recharge. I've never. It's never said. Uh, you know, it has like when you turn it on, it says power on. 
power on or something like that. It's like some kind of woman speaking some kind of weird. So, um, and then it says connected, like it connects to your Bluetooth or whatever. It's never said, you need to plug this son of a bitch in, you know, I don't know. But so I've been using this thing for like a year and a half, two years, and it's using the one charge, the original charge on it. Like, how is this possible? And then I started thinking, maybe it's like powered off dumbass. Maybe the dumbass, like when I put it on, it charges off of me. Like I'm generating the power. I am this. I am the power source. Maybe it's a dumbass powered piece of equipment. I mean, I don't know. I don't really think. I don't know how things. I don't know how technology works. But isn't that bizarre? Things have been char- charged at one time when I first bought them, like two years ago, and it's still working. And it's headphones, and it's like uh, you know headphones, <laughs> and uh, they're, they're fantastic. You know how much they cost? It costs like 25 bucks. <laughs> They're not even expensive. They're some no-name brand off uh, off Amazon. I don't even know. Some brand, you know, you can buy electronics. It has all kinds of goofy names. They're not real brand. I don't know what the... But these, it's like, they're comfortable. They're cheap. They work fantastic. They sound good. And the battery never dies. Ever. Crazy. It's amazing to me. But anyway, thought I'd throw that in. Um, and let's see. Oh, I was going to talk about breakfast in bed, but I was going to say, you know, I, I, I saw, I've been watching, like, we watched that Downton Abbey, right? We're watching it again. Uh, you, you can make of that what you want. There's a movie coming out in in, in a couple months. The second movie, right? There's the series ended, then there was a movie, and now there's going to be a second movie. So Tony said, "Why don't we watch it again? Let's power through it again, and then it'll end. We'll get it'll end right when we start when when the movie comes out." I said, oh, "Whatever, you know. I mean, I like it. I mean, it, it, we're deep into it. Like we're in season like five or something. It, the quality slipping. You know, the quality slips later. You know." It's still pretty good, but anyway, I see these people having breakfast in bed on there, like they, you know, the, the servants bring up their like a tray. It's like, why would that? I, I would hate that. I I don't think I've ever in my life had breakfast in bed, you know. And how is that luxury? I mean, how is that considered to be luxury to, to be eating like in bed, like a full meal? I'm not talking about a sack of Cheetos, you know. I'm talking about like a full meal with bacon and all that stuff, eggs, all that shit, while you're in bed. I mean, what the? How is that? Uh, and that's the lap of luxury, breakfast in bed. Yes, you know. I don't know. Have you ever? Is that something you're? Is that something you uh, are fun a fan of? Fond of? Are you a fa- are you a fan? Are you are you a fond of this? <laughs> Whatever. I have never, I don't remember ever, you know, on these old shows in the 70s, they would be like, I'm going to make mom and dad breakfast in bed, you know, the kids or something like that. I'd be like, I'd be, I'd be like, all right, thanks. I'm like, what the hell? There's like crumbs. There's like freaking, uh, there's like toast crumbs in the sheets. 
Stuff's going to get you know, stuck on my legs, you know, when I go to sleep. Uh, what the hell's this? A butter, like a packet of butter stuck to my ass? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want all that. I don't want food in my bed. I have to strip the thing down. I have breakfast in bed. Now you got to strip the whole thing down. You got to wash the sheets, change the sheets. You know, you wake up and um, the next morning and you're like, you know, you got egg particles stuck to your back. You know, all right. Are you are you a fan of the breakfast in bed? That's bullshit, man. What? That's like a TV thing, right? People don't actually do that. I mean, it can't be, right? Oh. Oh, oh, one more thing before I get to the... I have a couple of phone calls. Um, I mentioned at work the other day, I said, I said, bought Paul McCartney tickets. They're like, who the hell is Paul McCartney? You know, I mean, I don't know. That, that's the look in their eyes. And um, I said, I said, 300 bucks a pop. Can you believe that? And they're like, well, the guy said, one guy said, well, I paid 500 for uh, Bad Bunny tickets. I said, who's this? I said, Bad Bunny. The shit... I've actually heard of him. I sort of know who he is. I don't know. $500? Like, what the? It's like, all right, well, I guess that's nothing then. 300 you know, whatever. I guess my story sucks. Moving on. God. It's like you're not supposed to, you know, if somebody says, you know how much I paid for my, you know, whatever, you know, or whatever. You're not supposed to, like, one-up them. It's not supposed to be a one-upmanship type thing. You have to be a little... You're like, oh, that's yeah, that's a lot, man. That's a to- that's a lot. And you're thinking in your side, inside your head, shit. I paid five hundred dollars for those Easter Bunny tickets, or whatever his name is, you know, you know, whatever, Bunny Rabbit, whatever. And um, but you don't say it. Ah, perhaps I'm, perhaps it's just me. Just let somebody have their moment. Just like, hey, fuck, freaking three hundred bucks, man. About five tickets cost more than my first car. My first car cost thousand dollars. Nineteen seventy-one Chevy Nova, blue, with uh, some kind of like uh, special paint job with the little flecks of uh, like metal in, in the paint, so that the, when the sun hits it, it kind of sparkles. That thing was a beautiful, beautiful car. Beautiful. Paid a thousand dollars for it, and now I paid fifteen hundred. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, you know. It's not coming out of my pocket totally. It, you know, I'll get some money back on that deal, but um, but it costs fifteen hundred for for uh, five. Oh yeah, yeah, it's nothing like Bunny Rabbit. All right, I know his name's um, Bad Bunny. I'm not be I'm not being disrespectful to Mister Bunny. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. All right, uh, what else? Uh, I guess that's it. Um, I got two phone calls just came in over the hotline, both from our old friend Ian in Scotland. And here's the first one. Hey, Jeff. It's Ian in Scotland. So, Reacher. Um, yeah, it was great. Um, really enjoyed it while I was watching it. However, in retrospect, uh, felt a bit like uh, Dukes of Hazard, maybe, looking back. I don't know. Uh, also, his fights were a bit, got a bit Marx Brothers at time, like ping pong, bang, ping. Uh, hit him with, oh man, punch to the throat, <laughs> didn't work. Break his leg, didn't work. Hit him with a big slab of concrete, didn't work. It's like, come on, come on. <sighs> um, and then that last scene where he's walking down the highway, 
I got a shiver. It was like littlest hobo. Remember the, the Alsatian dog, detective dog thing? Um, yeah, so, but all in all, yeah, a, a solid uh, seven, seven out of ten. Good. Um, last night I went to a restaurant, uh, Italian place, Tony Macaroni, <laughs> uh, real Italian surname. Um, and when we went in, they said, oh, just to tell you guys, um, we've uh, no pizza. I was like, why? You've not got any pizza. I went, oh, we've run out of mozzarella. I was like, what? How can that happen? Um, so, yeah, um, really um, And they didn't get a tip. When they came at the end, they said, oh, can you, what's this uh, service charge? Like, a buck eighty in your money. Like, take that off. <laughs> so, no tip there. For no, no mozzarella, no tip. Anyway, have a good one, mate. Bye. All right. Thanks for the review, Ian. You know you're right. You know you're right about about that. Cause I when I was watching that Reacher show, Reach Around, when I was watching Reach Around, I was like really into it, digging it. It was fun. It was like a you know. But then after it's over, I'm like I don't even re- really remember much about that show. <laughs> it's only been a couple of weeks. I'm like I don't really even. I mean it's like empty calories, man. It's like eating a frickin' uh, Little Debbie cake. It's like, man, that's satisfying. And then you don't even, it's like, it, you know, did nothing. There's like nothing. You get nothing out of it. All I know is, when I was watching it, while I was watching it, I I was enjoying the shit out of it. And then, now I don't, re- I don't really remember much about it. Other than it's just a bunch of fighting, like you say. And you're right, like Marx Brothers. <sighs> Yeah, it's a little, uh, you know, Three Stooges, Three Stoo, God, Three Stooges, it's a little Three Stooges-like, you know, but um, anyway, um, and you said it's like a Dukes of Hazard. I think, I never, I never watched that show, I don't watch, I didn't watch much in the 80s, I was off doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing, 70s I watched a lot of TV, 80s, no. It's funny because the '80s were a long time ago, and by that point, I was already out doing stuff. You know, that's how old I am. God, that's depressing. But anyway, I didn't want. I know what you're saying. You're you're right. And um, seven out of ten. That sounds right. That sounds about right. You know, I like it. I think. I mean, if you want something, if you want to sit down and watch a, a TV show and be entertained, and um, it, you know, there's some laughs in there. It's 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 not devoid of, of humor. Semi well written. I mean, you know, it's well written for what it is. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna win any awards, but it's not it's not embarrassingly stupid. You know, it's good. You know, there's a lot of fighting. Just an enormous amount of fighting. The guy's kicking ass, beating people's asses. I mean, just just beating ass <laughs> through the entire thing. And um, so anyway, thank you for the review. And um, you went to an Italian place and they didn't have pizza because they don't have mozzarella. That's outrageous. I don't know. I've never heard such thing. Why is everybody out of everything now? I mean, what is going on? Supply chain problems. Things stuck out in some container ship out in the middle of the ocean. All the mozzarella, mozzarella, is out there stuck out in the middle of the ocean. Bullshit, lies. I don't know what the hell's going on. I think they're taking advantage of the situation. I, th- I, I I'm, I'm very skeptical of this whole deal where everybody's out of everything. 
It's like, well, we can't do that because there's, you know, there's a pickle shortage. I'm like, what? You know, whatever. There's toothpicks. Can't get toothpicks anymore. I'm like, whatever. I don't. It's like just random stuff, you know. Um, can't get them anymore, you know. Why? What is this, World War Two? Well, might be World War Three, but you know what I'm saying. Like, why can't, you know, why? I don't know. I'd be pissed. And I don't understand that. When I'm in, when I'm over in the over in the over in England, when I was over in England, they put that service charge on there. Is that the tip? I don't understand that. It's different than the US. And then they expect a tip on top of it. We went into an Italian place in London. I remember this. And I was like, what is this service charge? Is that the you know, like I said the whole thing. And um and then I didn't tip because I thought that was the tip. And then the guy was like, is there some kind of problem, sir? And they're like basically chasing us down the sidewalk. Was there some kind of problem? I'm like, I don't know what the hell, I don't, I don't know how it works, you know? And they were like, here comes some, here comes some, here, this is, here comes some Americans. They like to tip. You know, they were all excited because we were in there eating their spaghetti or whatever. And um, they were like, hell yeah, Americans. They like to lay down the big fat tips. And it's true, I guess. But I don't know how it works. I'm not going to double tip. I mean, I'll tip. I don't have a problem with that. I just don't know how it works. I don't know about that service charge. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> mozzarella. No mozzarella. So we can't make pizzas. Ah, I'm very skeptical. <sighs> Thanks for the call, Ian. I appreciate it. Thanks for your uh, feedback on Reacher. Uh, I think I'm. I think we're in cahoots. I think we're in, uh, we're aligned on this deal. All right. And now I have another call, a follow-up call from Ian right here. Hey, Jeff. Ian Scotland again. Just thought I should phone back to clarify. Um, when I said felt a bit Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> um, that's to you that's the Dukes of Hazard. But in Scotland we say Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> which sounds, probably sounds like a bit like a Scottish Harry Potter. Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. I don't know if you'll get that. Um, so, yeah, Scottish clarification. Also, I was wondering, um, are there any accents, American accents, that you, maybe not dislike, but like less than other accents, don't mean to alienate your, your fan base, um, but, like, my girlfriend, she can't stand Glasgow accents, um, which is a bit rich, because she's from Fife, and that's not the best accent. In my opinion, she sounds lovely, by the way, in case she's listening. Um, but yeah, any accents you like less than others in the States. Okay, there you go. Bye. Dukes of ha- The Dukes of Hazard <laughs> versus Dukes of Hazard. I don't know. I think we say Dukes of Hazard too. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But um, accents, accents that I don't like or like less. Uh, you might might find this hard to believe, but yes, there are some that irritate me. <laughs> I know it's probably a shock to your system. Like, um, for instance, all right, in in the South, all right, I, I, I'm I feel like I, all right, somebody will argue, people will argue with you about this, but I grew up in Southern West Virginia, which is very much a part of the South, as far as I'm concerned. Some people will say, no, that's Appalachia. I'm like, whatever, man. But if you, I grew up around Charleston, West Virginia, in the southern part of the state, and that is not much different from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. You know, it, in my mind, 
and people always want to argue about this, that's part of the South. So I feel like I have lived most of my life in the South. I mean, I lived in 22 years in West Virginia, and I lived uh, four years in North Carolina, and I I lived six, six, seven years in Georgia. I spent lots of time in South Carolina. I feel like I'm, I'm connected to the South, all right? So, um, but even within the Southern accent, there's different, there's several different versions of it, you know? There's the, there's the old money, posh Southerners. That's one thing. You know, those are the people standing around drinking mint juleps, wearing outlandish hats, you know? You know what I'm talking about? So there's, there's that Southern accent, and then there's like the, the hardened hick, you know? The, the ones that kind of talk through their nose, kind of like a nasally type situation. And they use way too much profanity. They're like, goddamn right. You know, that kind of stuff. Goddamn right. <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> how's that? You know, that, that, that version. And then there's the, 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 just the everyday people that's like going to work, paying their mortgage, cooking up some burgers on the weekend. They just, they're just normal everyday people. They have a, they just speak with a southern accent. It's like neither one of the other two I just mentioned. I like all those except for the hardened hick. The ones you know, the ones from L.A. You know, I'm talking about Lower Alabama. Those are the ones I have a problem with. The you know, it sounds like a mosquito. There's like a mosquito in the car. You know that kind of stuff. Goddamn right. You know, all right. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? All right, and then there's the, um, I don't like that Midwest. Bugs me. I mean, the thing about all of these, there's very, there's like degrees of them. Some of them are like cartoons, like where they're exaggerated way beyond. The ones that are like wildly exaggerated, if it's a subtle thing, I don't really care. I'm not not that big of an asshole. But um, it, some, some of them just go all in on it. Like that whole Midwest thing, that whole uh, you betcha, all that stuff, that Sarah Palin type. That bugs me. I don't know. And then, and, and then there's like, there's like, um, there's also a nasally thing going on up there. Like I'm from Chicago. Like, I don't know why you have to like say it that way, <laughs> but it, or I'm from Milwaukee, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm from Chicago. <coughs> you know, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like that either, you know. And then there's the New York, New Jersey crap. I mean, if you just talk that way and you're just like a normal person, that's fine. But some of them are like cartoon characters, like over here, get over here, get over here, you know, that shit. Can't stand that. That bugs me. You know, even on The Sopranos, some of that stuff are like, oh, God, you know, I don't know. But, you know, but I, I know people who have New York. New Jersey accents up in here, you know, we're not too far from New Jersey and we're not too far from New York and it's all right. I mean, like I say, if it's, if it's, if you're just like, you know, if you're not taking it too far, some people go just embrace it. They're, they're, they're like so proud of being from Jersey, you know, that kind of stuff. Ah, eh, it bugs me, you know, and then there's that whole mess up there in the New England area. All up in there, you know. I don't even know. I can't even understand a damn thing they're saying. You know, they they talk. It's it's like impossible. It's it's incomprehensible. You know, a lot of that stuff up in there. There's the Boston accent, which is annoying. 
I don't want to offend anyone. But then there's like other stuff. I don't even know, like New Hampshire. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. (laughs) There's all kinds of weird ways to talk. I can't understand like Maine and stuff. I don't understand any of that. It's hard to understand what they're saying. I mean, it's like literally, is this English? Are you sure this is English? It's almost, and I don't want to offend you, Ian, some of those, um, the Scottish people that I, like when I was on that plane, when we were coming back, I think, I think when we were coming back, no, when we were heading over to to England, there was this nice Scottish couple sitting beside me. It's like three, okay, three seats. So it was Tony and the two boys in one, and then I had to sit by myself in a different row because there was, you know, there's only three seats. And then it was like this nice couple. They were nice, very, I mean, but I couldn't understand a word they were saying. And they couldn't understand me, I don't think. Or they were bored. I mean, it's possible they could have just been like, well, I don't know, who's this, who's this asshole? Who's this guy? But anyway, some of that New England stuff, I don't, it's incomprehensible to me. I don't even understand it. I don't know. The West Coast, they don't have any kind of, I don't think they have any accents. Uh, you know, not really. But um, they do say there, there's these subtle little uh, things I pick up on, like uh, like when they say ham instead of saying hamburger, like hamburger, right? That's what that's what you're supposed to say, it, right? Hamburger. <laughs> they say hamburger, hamburger. Like the the last part of it's like all crushed together. If you watch, if you if you notice on TV shows, you know a lot of those people are from California. You know they live out there. And they're always talking about the, I'm going to get me a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. <sighs> Tony's like, how do you, I said, I don't know. I just noticed this shit. I don't, she goes, I think you're insane. I said, well, that's possible. But um, if you listen to these people from California, they say hamburger. All right. You know what else? It's not an accent, but they also have all kinds of weird phrases like sig alert, you know. And they also have like the auto club. And they also talk about the marine layer a lot, that kind of stuff. <sighs> that has nothing to do with the accent. Anyway, um, so there's probably others. <sighs> I don't know. But um, I do like the Scottish accent and the British accents. I know there's a whole bunch of different variations on that as well. And, um, you know, I like that. I mean, I think all Americans love the uh, the British and the Scottish and all that. I think we uh, we, we all love that. Right, I remember when I was listening to uh, I used to listen to Clyde Bull radio show out of London. I used to listen to that every day for years. I loved it. It was a it was a funny show. He was like he would just talk about I don't know just various subjects. He wasn't talking about the news. We don't need to hear about the news. We don't need to hear about politics. He would ask these you know, silly questions that people call in, and it was fun. It was great. And um, but anyway, I remember him on multiple occasions making fun of the way people in America say Monty Python, Monty Python, you know, like, you know, you say it like an American, Monty Python, you know, like, he, like wildly exaggerated. I don't know, man. It's like, I guess they say Python, Monty Python, and he's like, Python, you know, making fun of us. And I was like, I don't know, man, that's, that's the way I was taught to talk. That's the way everybody talks. <laughs> that's the way I learned. I don't and whatever, and you, you guys learned to, to say it a different way. We say it this way. I don't know. It's not some decision I made. That's just the way we talk. <laughs> All right. Hope that answered your question, Ian. I appreciate you calling in. I really do. Call in anytime you want.
And um, the rest of you, I also have an open invitation to do the same. The number, 570-290-8151. Again, 570-290-8151. Call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even Thursday. <sighs> I don't know what that means. Every day. You can call in anytime you want and uh, leave a message, ask a question, make a suggestion, whatever. And it'll probably almost certainly be used in a future episode. So do it today if you're so inclined. And if you want two of these episodes a week instead of a measly one, you can do that too. You can head on over to patreon.com. It's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. You just you just go to the website. And there, there'll be a, a rare opportunity to give away a little bit of your money <sighs> And in exchange, you'll get an extra episode of this podcast, full-length episode every week. It's great value. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. And we have the website, the companion to the podcast. That's at surfreportpod.com. There you'll find expanded show notes, extra links, photographs, what have you, you know. Just support materials, stuff I talked about, in case you want to check it out a little bit more. And um, I think it's pretty good. Surfreportpod.com. And that's enough. The rest of it's in the show notes. You know, there's other stuff like the $5 scratch-off project, you know, all that stuff. But it's in the show notes if you want to check it out. So until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. start getting nervous like I'm getting the Alzheimer's.